from a soothing soup to a lunch to die for, you're about to meet legendary Australian chef Dan Hunter. His stock in culinary trade revolves around produce and blindingly inspired innovation. But what would be his final meal on earth? What delights would he pine for in his final moments? Let's find out. Last Supper. What would be your final meal on earth? I'm Jonathan Green. We asked leading chefs to tell us what they'd cook if it's the last thing they cook. In this episode, owner and chef of Victoria's Bray, Dan Hunter. So, Dan, what's in the oven here? Uh, potatoes in here. Mm-hmm. You know, just a simple roast potato, Dutch cream, nothing fancy. Grown here. Grown here. Organic. Of course. Just like me. <laughs> Homegrown, maybe, but simple, Dan Hunter is not. From Potbosher in London, he would go on to become head chef of Marguerite's in San Sebastian, during which time the restaurant was awarded two Michelin stars and listed in the top ten of the world's 50 finest restaurants. In 2013, Dan opened Bray in Birogara, in Victoria's Altways, near the ocean, embedded in a community surrounded by land for farming and growing, a place, he says to be immersed in nature and eat from the land. So, when I asked this world-renowned chef to cook me his last supper, it was a characteristically artistic in its simplicity, meaningful and, and deeply considered. This is, this is considering all the things that I like to eat and may not eat again. And what are we going to put with these potatoes? Chicken sandwich, I think. It's... Uh, <laughs> I... I I think of all the things that I eat consistently and, and often, and a roast chook would be one of those things, and it would probably bring me great satisfaction to eat that. Wait, where's the satisfaction? Tell me about that. I think it's something that's very, it's a very basic food source. It's a very simple, easy to conquer type of dish, a roast chicken that is, and most cultures roast a chook. I, as a kid, stay in my my father's house, he would always roast a chook and uh, just really have some, you know, a little bit of memory and things rolled into this. I mean, it's a thing of, of great specialness. I mean, here we are. This is, this is a restaurant, Bray. It is. Um, it's also a farm. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and, but that, that thing of the chicken within that context, the chicken is the thing that creates eggs, that that creates manure, that yeah. helps the other stuff grow and, oh, and every now and then loses its head. It's a very noble but simple, huh. you know, product and, and, and life, I suppose, at the start of the day. I think it's one of the great dishes to, to have by yourself or share with friends. You know, you, know, you, wouldn't, you, don't, you don't roast a joint. It's a bit of a treat for yourself. It's a treat, but it's a bloody good treat. You don't, <laughs> tend, to, you don't tend to roast a joint of beef and sit down by yourself. <laughs> But I, on many occasions... Unless you had everything out. Often I've, I've, I've roasted a chicken when I've been home and uh, left to my own devices. And, and, of course, it's more than one meal. Well, yes. <laughs> um, and it can go either way. You can, really, you can really blow it out, which we will today with this sandwich. We're going to put a little bit of, um, bit of black truffle 
on the sandwich because why not? These are grown again by someone that we know uh, down in Skeens Creek actually. And they've been really good this year. Um, and I just think there's some synergy uh, between, you know, supporting your locals and eating from foods that your, your friends and, and colleagues might, might grow. You know, we don't just put that out there because we think it sells. My last supper would be something that I believe in and do as a person, you know, so... Um, Important to stay true to yourself yeah, at that's a moment true. like that. absolutely. So, I mean, back to the roast and chicken for yourself thing, I suppose it's... Um, it sort of runs the gamut, doesn't it, from what you've done to the old bachelor handbag coming home from Coles. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. We're going to try and do something slightly elevated, but, but again, yes, it, it's, 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 every, it's every person that's touching this type of, yeah. type of thing. And, you know, like a lobster roll is a wonderful thing. Uh, cheeseburgers are a wonderful thing. All these things that you hold in your hands and, and just sort of get in, these are foods which I really enjoy. So that, that hand-mouth connection is important? Yeah. And again, at the restaurant too, we tend to serve quite a few things early in the menu that don't require too much cutlery or any. It's a relaxing thing, isn't it's it? It's relaxing and it puts everyone at ease and, and there is still, I mean, it is definitely changing and has changed a lot in Australia in the last decade since we've been open. But, you know, there is still a, a price point and an association with how you must behave when people come to a place such as Bray, you know, even though it's the most down-to-earth sort of restaurant I can imagine. Traditionally, cutlery plays a role in that. Well, that's right. You line them all up and you've got to decide. And all of a sudden when there's none, well, the decision's been made for you, you know. like So that that actually puts a lot of people at ease. It's sort of like, oh, you can do that here? Oh, good, let's bring it on, you know. Yeah, beauty. So um, I really enjoy um, the tactile side of eating, you know. I think it's... It's good to get a bit messy. It's good to get stuff on your fingers. Certainly wouldn't be being too correct <laughs> on a final supper, no, you know, no a final meal. There's absolutely no, no time. Uh, you know. What have you done to that, Joe? This this is the summer lad chicken. So there is a little bit of a little bit of work in cooking these as opposed to some others. The breast is very long and lean, and the legs are quite large. These have been running around a bit, so they've, they've developed a bit of muscle. But essentially, for most roast chicken, I would say the recipe is put something in it to give it a bit of flavour. So I've put some thyme, some lemon cut in half, and a whole head of garlic mm-hmm. um, in the cavity. And then I've just rubbed olive oil into it. It's been in the fridge uncovered overnight to dry the skin out a bit. And then I rub a bit of salt into it once the oil's on, and then I just blast it. And generally, I go at about 200, depending on what the bird looks like. So a size 16 or 18 bird for people buying them, I'll just cook at 190, 200, start to finish, one hour. Gives you enough time to drink the first bottle of wine. <laughs> and then you're ready for dinner. And if it's overcooked, no one's noticing because you've had a bottle well, of wine. A bottle of wine yeah. you know, but, but essentially, but essentially it's, it's, that size bird's about one hour. Now, the summer lads are a little bit different, and I think they have a tendency to... Although the meat is very delicious and have a huge fat content, we tend to go hard for the first 20 minutes or so, so about 190, 200. Mm-hmm. I did 200 today. And then I've dropped it down to uh, 160. Um, and I tend to just, at this point, I take them out, just get that fat and put it back over. Yep. Um, just because it's very nice. 
I love the, this is a very delicate touch you have, even with something, an operation <laughs> as simple as that. There's a, a preciseness. Uh, I'm just hoping it's cooked. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it's you that. know. That was to try and get your attention away. Like I'm, I think. Um, oh, look, I think. I think after I was considering recently, sort of my career to date, and you know, Bray's actually turns ten this year. Yep. It's our tenth anniversary in December, so it's a time of reflection. It's an interesting moment too, isn't it? I mean, you, you, you sort of burst into a scene and there are awards and attention. And Very much. Then you've just got to do it. Then you've got to do it. And, then, and that's exactly where we're at, you know. You know, we've just, we just sort of, I feel, we just took the property at a time was probably necessary for someone else to take it over and, and really just threw everything at it. And now, being here for 10 years, you can see... You know, trees that are forty foot tall and yeah, established yeah. gardens, and and you know we've got we've got guests that have been here fourteen, fifteen times in ten years. I think, and and we're not talking about people who who just can. We're talking mm. about people who are who are affected by and want to experience again the hospitality or the connections they've found in this space, and so they just do it. You know, what a beautiful thing to achieve. Yeah, it's really nice. So yeah. so those those types of things certainly make you want to keep doing it look i'm always happy to receive awards <laughs> i'm not, I'm not gonna, listening i'm not if you're out there look at um, you mr michelin that's right <laughs> and fortunately they just keep coming from michelin stars in san sebastian dan returned to australia where he spent six years running the royal mail hotel taking it to three hat status He was named Chef of the Year in 2012 and 2016 in the Age Good Food Guide, Chef of the Year 2016 in Australian Gourmet Traveller magazine and Top Chef 2016 and 2017 in the Australian Financial Review's Top Restaurants Award with Bray crowned Australia's Top Restaurant in that same year. Look, I mean, I think it's... um you know, we talk a lot about, you know, setting your own standards and, and, and being very grateful for things that achieve that other people, you know, that they bestow on you or, or think about you, both which can go either way, of course. And you've got to work from the inside and hope that that counts on the outside, not from the, the other way. You know, always looking outside and hoping that people will think you're doing something well and that's, that's all you do because you end up forgetting about all the necessary things internally. Um, but uh, again, a small restaurant like this, uh, you know, 28 seats, 11 tables, um, 23, 24-acre farm, you want to keep that all ticking along and keep people interested. And by to do that, we make sure that we, we do keep ticking along ourselves and, and offering something which is always evolving and changing and, and hopefully bettering, you know, hopefully a better-than-last-time experience. All right, well, the opposite of ticking along is Dan Hunter's last meal which is going to be this chicken sandwich. So there's the chicken. I feel like I'm a bit, I'm a bit behind you. I think I could be approaching, <laughs> approaching a time. Crawling to the line. That's right. I mean, <laughs> I'm glad this isn't a lone meal because if I had to do it for... Well, I'm going to prepare some for you too. But essentially, look, I think we've got the show. Yep. We've got the roast chook. We hope it's cooked. We'll find out in a minute. There's the spuds. Yielding there to the spoon. <laughs> it's like day three of the test, isn't it? <laughs> day three of a, of a very one-sided test. Oh, this one's been Johnny Bairstow. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't put salt on the spuds in the oven. Okay. So season now. And you know, a potato, it always feels like you're putting too much on and then you put more on. Um, so at that point there, they can sort of cool in that oil. They'd be right to go, I reckon. Chook potatoes. They're basically what we're at. And then we've got this nice baguette here. Not sure if I'm doing everything in the right order here, but <laughs> this is essentially going to be a few leaves, which we've grown here. I don't mind the I don't mind the mustardy type leaves, so mm -hmm. red elk or you know mazunas, red mazuna, this sort of stuff. They're very nice with with chook, and then some of these sort of smaller smaller cos lettuces, and some of these freckles sort of you know they're like a, a softer butter mm. lettuce, which are nice. So there's a bit of a range of lettuces here, but not getting too not getting too complicated with the extra flavours because we want the we want the chicken to be the thing. Um, a few little aromatic herbs, some dill and a little bit of fennel here, without going crazy, you know. Those herbs in with the in with the leaves. Leaves, those going with the leaves. They could go through a mayonnaise. They could go through the chicken. We're going to make a little mix now with some uh, some chicken, some mayonnaise, some more mustard, and that black truffle. This is a French mustard but with yuzu, it's a, it's a Japanese French mustard with yuzu through it. Hmm. And this is a, a thing called a yuzu koshu, which is something we make on site here, which is um, different types of citrus that we grow here and some inoculated rice. So uh, white Australian rice inoculated with koji, Japanese sort of culture. And then that's been pureed together. And we use that a lot as a seasoning here. And the flavor of the, of the, of the mustard with the yuzu through it's just it's just beautiful so i've been putting that on just about everything so i thought why not what <laughs> um mayonnaise mayonnaise is a delicious thing and you you have got the the prince of mayonnaise on and, and i think oh, you know i can make a good mayonnaise um and it's got its place a good mayonnaise but essentially i think in this scenario it, it's very hard to go past the japanese qp for its I don't know, for its flavour. And I just thought that, again, it's the last supper or your last meal. You're not going to be... not making mayonnaise. You're not making mayonnaise because tomorrow you might not be around to have the rest of it. So it's a bit of a waste. Do you want to try that? I'd love to. Yum. Skin's got a... Mmm. No, skin, skin has some real substance, doesn't, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Mm. Beautiful. A few spoons of the fat over it. Um, all right. This is the mayo. Mayo. There's one other thing. Oh. Because it is the last supper. Ta da! You can never smell them there. There's some truffles that we got yesterday, actually. Oh, wow. Look at, good lord, look at them. I'm glad there's no one else here. This is your night. The value of that truffle you just put in there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're celebrating. The last, the last sandwich on earth. You want to make it a good one, I think. No peanut butter and plain white bread. No. And the potatoes are coming back for an encore. All right. Doing that pretty well, actually. So you're pretty happy with that, I think. I actually am. There we go. <laughs> and still, style. still with all of that. Oh, shovel comes through. Just had that lovely hint of dill there too. Mm. And the mayo, and the chicken. Mmm. Mmm. And the. It's all there. The, the bitter of the lettuce. That's a really complicated mouthful. <laughs> it is actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. It's very nice, though. So, if this was the real thing, if this was, huh. this was it, 
And who knows? <laughs> yeah, let's hope not. You'd reflect with some satisfaction when things done? I think so. I think, um, let's hope it's not this weekend, but I think to date, certainly what we've achieved here at Braid has been a pretty satisfactory, you know, attempt. And it's funny because the 10-year mark is a point of reflection, but, but it's been the work of... It's been the work of 30 years yeah. that's allowed the last 10 years to exist and for us to have a, uh, an opportunity to go, that's been good. That's been good. All of it summed up in perhaps the world's best chicken sandwich. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, thank you. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you. And there it is, our first episode of Last Supper, a monthly supplement to your listening pleasure here on Blueprint for Living. You'll find all the instalments on the ABC Listen app. And as the year unfolds, you'll hear the last food fancies of a wonderful array of cooks and chefs from from Stephanie Alexander to Jamie Oliver. Last Supper, dinners to die for. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.